The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, though, let's get to where we picked up or we left off on a Friday. Um, U.S. President Trump. Well, he's heading home from the hospital. It comes about 72 hours after he was flown to Walter Reed Medical Center on Friday afternoon. He was taken at that time, we were told, out of abundance of caution. It has been really difficult to know exactly uh, what exactly the president's condition is. There's been limited information coming from the White House and some contradictory information coming from his doctors. We do know um, that the infectious president left quarantine in the hospital to drive around in a limo yesterday afternoon to wave to supporters outside of the hospital. Reggie Cicchini is the Global News Washington Bureau producer and correspondent. Of course, he's been watching this all very closely. Reggie, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon. It's been a wild weekend. Uh, when we last talked to you, I think it was 10 to 5 on Friday afternoon. I mean, trying to keep track of the information coming out of Bethesda, Maryland over the weekend was, you know, almost needed a flow chart. Um, we know that the president's doctors recently spoke. What is the latest? Well, we know uh, that the president is going to be released. Uh, he tweeted that himself. He got out ahead of the messaging from his physician at Walter Reed. Uh, we're still... It's still muddy what the picture is surrounding the president's health right now. Uh, Dr. Sean Conley was uh, willing to go on the record and talk about the therapeutics the president is taking, talk about the fact that the president's recovery, well, going well. He's, quote, still not out of the woods. But when asked specific questions about the president's health, including what was found on lung scans uh, over the last several days, the doctor then hid behind his Hippocratic oath to say that he wasn't going to be providing uh, that information, kind of using doctor-patient uh, confidentiality. And that is now raising questions as to is President Trump worse off than is being let on right now? What do we know? Um, he, he's returning to uh, the White House, I think, 630 this evening. He said he was going to, to leave the hospital. Do we know what quarantine at the White House will look like? It's hard to say what quarantine is going to look like because this is a building that is staffed with hundreds of people, both in the executive branch and in the executive residence. Uh, we know the First Lady is isolating in the house right now. They have a son that lives there as well, Baron, and there are a number of staff members who tend to the family on a regular basis. But the White House is also becoming a nexus of spread for this virus. Kaylee McEnany has, uh, has said that she has uh, tested positive. Uh, so has a secondary person in the press office, meaning that there is widespread uh, of COVID-19 inside the building. And putting another COVID-positive patient in there mm -hmm. is alarming for medical experts who say that this potentially allows for the virus to continue to spread. Reggie, there's been a lot of confusion about the timeline of all of this. There were there were certain reports that came out you know, come Friday and then into Saturday got all confused again. Do we have a better indication of when um, the, the president for sure uh, confirmed, tested positive and uh, other members of uh, his team around him? Well, look, the president has a make-believe timeline that is kind of set in stone right now as of Friday morning being when the president uh, was tested and it came back positive. Outside of that, the White House nor doctors at Walter Reed will say when President Trump's last negative test was, whether it was before the debate on Tuesday, whether it was before he traveled on Wednesday, or whether it was before he went to New Jersey on Thursday, despite the fact that he was exhibiting symptoms. Uh, there are, uh, are problems with the fact that they're not being transparent because it makes contact tracing that much more difficult if you're not willing to say when tests were negative and 
if and when the president was actually even tested, which is part of the reason that they may not be actually giving what the reasons are. You know what, Reggie, uh, there was a video released by the White House on Sunday, and in it he said, and he, he, he said he insisted that he understood the gravity of the moment, but then a short time later, he left the hospital, sat in an SUV with others, and, and, and waved to supporters outside of Walter Reed. I mean, what, what, what in the world was that? Well, even according to medical experts and doctors who work inside Walter Reed, but not on the president's team, said that that was simply just a reckless move. I mean, here you have a president on Twitter saying that now because he's contracted COVID-19 because of his reckless uh, uh, kind of indifference to this virus and how he's treated it for the last seven months, he now says that he understands COVID-19. Uh, and then gets out and, and leaves his, his isolation and puts himself in hermetically sealed vehicle with Secret Service in front of him, potentially putting their life at risk as well. It undercut what the president said moments before, but it was also an affront to the American people and to those who have lost somebody due to COVID-19 when he said that now he understands COVID-19, mm-hmm. not the fact that he leads a country where 210,000 Americans have died or 7 million people have been infected or it's a virus that he told his base uh, at one point was a potential Democratic hoax to be against him. He says now he understands it because he has it. Well- well, and Reggie, this afternoon, the tweet that came out when he said that he was leaving at 6.30, he says, I'm feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We've developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. You know, when you when you listen to this, when you see things like this, what do you think that that messaging, how that messaging around COVID is going to change over the last few weeks of this campaign? Well, look, his doctor said today, uh, quote, he's back. He's back to his old self. Mm. That tweet was back to the old President Trump, uh, where he's yeah. talking about COVID-19 in a co- in a cavalier way, uh, saying don't be afraid of it, despite the fact that he went to hospital for it, saying don't let COVID-19 uh, kind of run your life for you, despite the fact that there are hundreds of thousands of people who have now uh, lost somebody due to COVID-19, but the president himself went and received two experimental drugs to deal with the fact that he had COVID-19. This is a virus to fear. The president refuses to show that fear, fearing that it will make him look weak. Just before I let you go, I mean, the doctors keep saying he has a mild case, but the treatment would suggest otherwise. The the remdesivir, the Regeneron uh, antibody cocktail, and the steroids that uh, he's on, I think, for for his lungs. I mean, how do you how do you try to figure out what is what is real and what is not, and and just how serious the situation is? This is why medical experts uh, across network TV, across radio, and across the print world are actively offering their opinion to say what they have experienced uh, in their history, in their profession, and what their medical uh, kind of advice and expertise can be, because we're not getting a transparent picture from the White House. The president, again, is controlling the message. He is the one who is telling the doctors, telling the White House what they should and should not be saying. And because of that, it makes it hard for the American public to actually have any kind of faith Uh, in the credibility that lies within the White House and within the physician who works within the White House uh, because they're simply not being truthful, they're not being honest, uh, and this is problematic, especially when we're 30 days away from an election and the American public has no idea how strong the president actually is. With the quarantine that he has to do, what does that bump up to the next debate and has there been any more conversation about uh, what that debate may look like if it happens at all? 
We don't know if the debate is going to happen. We know Joe Biden today on his way to Florida said that he's willing to partake in the debate if uh, scientists and doctors say that it's medically safe to do so. The president has made no comment of it outside of before going to hospital saying that he would take part in it. There will be measures in place to ensure the safety of those inside the auditorium and those on stage. But given the fact that the president should be in isolation still for several more days because he is a COVID positive patient, it really does throw everything up in the air right now. Wow, Reggie. All right. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, as always, Reggie Cicchini checking in this afternoon. So uh, the president's doctor, uh, Dr. Sean Connolly, spoke just a short time ago, and I uh, wanted to, you to hear a couple of the things that that he said. Um, he, uh, as mentioned, Trump tweeted, the president tweeted that he would be leaving um, the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center this evening after a three-day hospitalization. Um, Dr. Connolly saying that President Trump may not be entirely out of the woods yet in the next few days would be very important. Uh, we all remain cautiously optimistic um, and on guard uh, because we're in a bit of uncharted territory when it comes to a patient that received the therapies he has so early in the course. Um, so we're looking to this weekend, if we can get through to Monday with him remaining the same or improving better yet, uh, then we will all take that final deep sigh of relief. Um, but as I said, 24-7, world-class medical care surrounding him down there. Uh, we're not going to miss anything that uh, we would have caught. And Dr. Connolly trying to reassure uh, Americans that the the medical unit at the White House will be able to take care of the needs of the president if anything uh, were to happen. Dr. Connolly uh, was asked, okay, well, you know, he's he's being sent home with this with this steroid. Uh, you know, should you be sending home uh, the president while he's still on medication? This is what he said. Uh, we send patients home with medications all the time. Uh, he, in fact, yesterday afternoon, he probably met most of his uh, discharge requirements uh, safely from the hospital. Uh, and he's returning to a facility, the White House Medical Unit, that's staffed 24-7, top-notch physicians, nurses, PAs, logisticians. And uh, the unit here, uh, the team here behind me is going to continue to support us in that nature. And uh, as you heard uh, Reggie say, when I asked him about what will quarantine at the White House look like, we don't know what it's going to look like at this point. There's a number of uh, people in the White House right now um, that have been uh, diagnosed uh, more and more of them now, saying working from home, working remotely, that sort of thing, including the vice president. Uh, you know that uh, the press secretary, uh, Kayla Mc uh, McAnany, uh, she tested positive for uh, the virus this morning. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, raised a lot of eyebrows when they saw, you know, an infectious president leave his quarantine in the hospital and get in that limo to to drive around uh, and wave to supporters uh, outside of, of the hospital. And Dr. Connolly was asked about about that and how safe it was for him to, number one, do that and number two, to go home. And how was it safe for him to drive around in a cloth mask yesterday? And how is it safe for him now to return to the White House where there have been so many cases? How is any of this safe? So the, the, the president has been surrounded by medical and security staff for days uh, wearing full PPE. Um, and yesterday, uh, the U.S. Secret Service agents were in that same level of PPE for a very short period of time. 
Uh, we've worked with our infectious disease experts uh, to make some recommendations for how to keep um, everything safe down at the White House for the president and those around him. Um, we're looking at where he's going to be able to uh, carry out his duties, uh, you know, office space, and, um, and I'll just say that uh, it's in line with everything we've been doing upstairs uh, for, this, for the last several days. For the last several days, that is President Trump's doctor, uh, Sean Connolly. Um, just, uh, just as a reminder for you that uh, the president was given an experimental drug from Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, and uh, it was really an antibody cocktail to help the the immune system fight the the virus. It's explained that it kind of gloms onto the virus and and doesn't allow it to to spread, or that's the, the claims for it. He also began a, a five-day course of remdesivir severe and uh, that is it's an antiviral currently used for moderately and severely ill patients um, and as well the steroid treatment that he's on it's a uh, dexamethasone uh, he, he's on that um, as well Joe Biden meantime uh, the the presidential uh, Democratic presidential nominee again tested negative for COVID-19 on Sunday We'll wait and see what happens with that uh, with that upcoming debate and, and what and what the campaign looks like as as we're into the last couple of weeks. What this campaign looks like moving forward.